Get your snowcats ready and get over here. Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the situation room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. And he's loose! everybody a special early edition of sports done right on a tuesday night and the game just ended twins lose four to one to the houston astros we'll get into that in just a second all kinds of stuff popping tonight we have presidential debates going on um team trump team biden we get the first one tonight all kinds of stuff popping big 10 football coming back Tennessee Titans now on lockdown after playing the lowly Minnesota Vikings. We're going to get into that. And a couple other things. What's up to Jordan Rosario? Keeping it 100 as usual. Uh, Make sure you're checking him out over at the Keeping It 100 podcast. Uh, What up, sir? Big Mike already on us uh, with Twitter. What up, Big Mike? So this, excuse me, is going to be a very quick show. I got a couple errands I got to run here tonight, but definitely wanted to make sure that I got in and discussed, uh, in particular, the Minnesota Vikings. But um, we will go into the Twins here very quickly as well. Um, If you do want to call in very quickly, the phone number is 651-968-0124. Again, 651-968-0124. And we may be hearing from Reggie Lawrence um, a little bit later as well. Um, we got about, oh, probably just over a 30, 35 minute show tonight. Like I said, it's going to be kind of short, fast paced, getting to these points here. So uh, we will start off with the obvious Minnesota Twins. Man, this is weird. The 17th consecutive playoff defeat. <laughs> it just seems weird to even say that. But it is. And by the way, folks, I am Vince Wright, your host, the sports governor of the state of Minnesota. Make sure you're following me on Twitter. Oh. 
What's going on, caller? You're on Sports Done Right with the Sports Governor. How can we help you? Mr. Governor, how are you? This is uh, Jordan Rosario from the Keep It at 100 show. Man, what what's going on? To the Vikings. What happened? <laughs> well, you, all right. I'm going to take the detour here from the Twins. Let's just get into it. I'll, I'll wrap up with the Twins. Jordan, what happened? Well, a couple of things happened with the Vikings. And, and actually, one good thing is we found that I think we have um, a, a, a potential player in Justin Jefferson from LSU at wide receiver. Quite honestly, as a huge Stephon Diggs fan, Jordan, he actually reminded me just in his mannerisms, the way he, he actually looked out there. I was like, man, is that is that Diggs out there real quick? But um, it was definitely good to see him get some looks and, and you know, get his, his touchdowns and get the yards and all that. But, um, you know, Justin, it, it is uh, very depressing because they, they have no defense. Um, you know, they, they find a way to put up some points and they still lose. Uh, Kirk Cousins, again, when you need them most, and, and I, you know, the offensive line did them no favors on that last drive where they went backwards instead of forwards. But, yeah, man, it is, uh, it is rather depressing up here, Jordan. Here, here's my question because, listen, Kirk Cousins, I know what he is, so I'm not surprised that he lost against Tennessee. Is Mike Zimmer on the hot seat? I'm sorry, does Mike Zimmer what? Is Mike Zimmer on the hot seat right now? You know, he he probably won't be because this is kind of, this is a COVID year. You know, it's just nothing is normal. You know, actually the Vikings, you know, it came out obviously Tennessee uh had some COVID positive testing. The, the Vikings shut down their whole practice facility today. So for things like that, Jordan, where maybe he normally would be on the hot seat, he probably won't be this year. But does he deserve to be if this continues? Of course he does. Um, You know, he's approaching. He's one of the longest tenured coaches now in the NFL. Great defensive mind. Uh, Him and our GM, Rick Spielman, you know, they, they do a good job of putting some nice defenses together. But he he should be if this continues. And if it winds up being a very, very subpar season, um, I guess nothing's off the table, Jordan. But, yeah, I, in my opinion, he should be. Well, and, and listen, if I feel your pain, Mr. Sports Governor, because the Broncos are also in a bit of a, uh, bit of a, bit of a pickle right now, being 0-3. You're right, yeah. You guys are actually, I see we're going to be starting, what was that, Mark Rippon's kid. Yeah, we're going to be starting. Uh, we're going to be starting. Yeah, Brett Rickian. Uh, listen, uh, it, it's difficult. It's it's a difficult time in Broncos land, but uh, something tells me that we're still going to win the AFC West. Believe me. Okay. Okay. Well, good luck with that, because man, I, I just for my Vikings, I, I see. I, I don't know. I just I have nothing. I'm actually pulling up their schedule here. Um, so bear with me one moment to see who we got next week. And yeah, yeah, we're going down to Houston next week. So the, you know, everything's on the line down there because they're right. They're out They're Owen three as well. Um, so yeah, we are at a very critical point for the Vikings, the Broncos and the Texans, to be honest with you. I'll give you some good news stuff now, because I, I expect the Vikings to still come out of second place. 
I would say you played your toughest games. Two out of the next three games, you get Houston. You you had to play the Seahawks, so it's probably a loss. But then you get a Christmas present in the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, but here's the thing, Justin. You know, what if the Vikings are 0 and 5 by the time they get to the uh, Falcons game? Well, if the Vikings are 0 and 5, then I must say, you know, <laughs> right. it will be uh, it, it will be difficult. But uh, you know, as the keeping at 100 guy, Jordan predicts that you, the Vikings, will be in second okay. place by the time the season's over. I hope so, man, because, you know, these Bears are, are finding a way to win, and now they got full, um, the quarterbacks have changed up, got Foles in there, and yeah, man, I, you know, it was just disappointing because, you know, the Vikings, they got leads, couldn't hold on to them, you know, they, they got the breakout performance from their number one draft pick, at, you know, like I said, with Jefferson over at wide receiver, found a way to get Thielen some looks and get him a touchdown, you know, Dalvin Cook had nice little runs here and there and, and still couldn't put it together, man. So, um, you know, with the defense that's, you know, playing catch up, that's the part that worries me. Because, again, um, you know, we lost so many people. Um, Wayne's now over in Indianapolis is being ranked as the one of the top rated D-backs all of a sudden after he leaves here. So, yeah, it's just uh, the provincial, as we say, cluster you-know-what here up here <laughs> in uh, Minnesota. Well, now here's my last question, then I'll leave you to it, Governor. If Mitch Trubisky is available, would you take him? Ooh. <laughs> you know, some that's actually been kind of an interesting topic, Jordan, in a lot of Vikings websites. And um, I think I saw the, the website that I do a little writing for, purpleptsd.com. Um, I guess he's better than what we have at backup with uh, Mannion, uh, Shane Mannion, and um, who else do we? I, I'm forgetting the third here. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, he's he's still on that, on that you know, contract of his. And I just don't know if that really lights anybody's fire to take the the Bears, you know, now backup quarterback. But I, I see where the question comes from because he is probably better than what we have. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, if I get, maybe if you can make it work somehow, money wise or something, sure. But you know, the their their problems, you know, it goes even beyond Kirk Cousins at quarterback play because. You know, if your offensive line ain't blocking for you, and you know, you, and people who know this show, Justin, we are not cousins apologists by any means, but you know, it, it's just putrid all the way around up here. Well, I'm going to leave you to it, Governor. Thank you for taking my call. You have an amazing show, and I look forward to seeing what you have uh, later up. All right, man. Well, Justin, you you got the number. You call in anytime, man. You are on the hotline VIP list here at the Governor's Mansion. So whenever Ooh. you want to ring in, you do that, brother. I might have to call in next week then. <laughs> hey, real quick, Justin, before we let you go here, because you are Mr. Denver Sports, um, just you know, give me a few uh, thoughts on that uh, Denver Nuggets season and just the way it all kind of came to an end with the Lakers. Yeah, I got you. And I don't mean to call you out on but my name's uh, Jordan, not Justin. Oh, jeez, uh, I'm here. See, I'm stuck on uh, Justin Jefferson here still. Justin my Jefferson. bad, Jordan. Jordan. It's, it's, <laughs> it's all 
all good. It's all good. Trust me. I remember on one of my bonus episodes, I called somebody from Auntie Andrews and said, no, don't worry about it. I've been there before. <laughs> you keep it 100. <laughs> I, I do. I keep it 100. But let's talk about the Denver Nuggets. Listen, I mean, it was going to be a tough 3-1 comeback against the Lakers. Even though we've done it before, it was going to be very tough. And I will say, 19 games, did I expect the Denver Nuggets to get to this particular point? Absolutely. This was my expectation all along. I didn't see them necessarily going to the NBA Finals. It would have been nice, but this is my expectations right here. So all in all, very bad satisfied with the season. Coach Malone continues to improve our team year after year after year. And I'm excited to see what we're going to do next year because at that point, I am expecting an NBA Finals appearance. All right, man. Well, you know, first off, I was very impressed with obviously the the 3-1 comebacks that Denver did. You guys got something special brewing there if you can kind of keep that nucleus together. Um, you know, it's it's been real tough for squads like Denver and all these other teams to to keep players there. Um, so I, I really hope so because we need some new blood in the West, and I was really impressed by what Denver did, man. So props to everybody out there. And uh, if you're a Nuggets fan, man, keep hoping that they do it because uh, I, I like what they got going. We've got a lot of hope here. We've got Nuggets hope. We've got Avalanche hope. We'd like Rocky hope, but that's kind of difficult right now. And uh, we'd like some Broncos hope right now because this is the time we need it. Right, exactly. All right, brother. Well, I'm going to let you go, Justin. Or Justin, here we go. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Let me turn this. I got this big stat sheet of Justin Jefferson sitting next to me here, which I have now just turned completely over, Jordan. So, <laughs> no worries, man. No worries. Hey, appreciate right. you taking my call. Good luck with the rest of the show. You're going to knock him out that. All right, man. Thank you, brother. And you call in anytime you want to. Jordan Rosario, keeping it 100. All right. There goes uh, my main man, Jordan Rosario. Um, again, turn this paper over with Justin's name on it. But yeah, man, um, the Vikings, you know, they, they had sparks, still couldn't get it done. Um, it, yeah, this one, it was just disappointing. It was just disappointing. And, you know, Detroit's gotten a little better. Obviously, we see what's happening with Green Bay, who, you know, um, Aaron Rodgers is on a mission. And after watching what they did in New Orleans, I mean, Vikings no longer have any room for any any type of screw-ups. It was just a very, very, I don't want to say it was a very disappointing game to watch because, like I said, there were sparks, there were some good takeaways here. But, man, it, it Kirk Cousins ain't the dude. Kirk Cousins is not the guy. Um. I've always said that nothing against him. I was actually a huge Kirk Cousins fan when he was at Michigan State and knocking off Notre Dame, who I can't despise, or who I despise, I should say. So that was all good, man. But, you know, we can talk about the stats and everything. I just really go with the eye test. That's what we're about here on the Sports Done Right podcast. You know, stats can kind of go out the window sometimes, and he's just not the dude. Um, I don't know if he really inspires the team. And again, it's easy for me to say that when you don't have an offensive line blocking for you. But, boy, it is, it's just really, really disappointing. And like I said, with these other teams, primarily Chicago and Green Bay, 
And, you know, just the way Green Bay looks, I mean, they are really looking very impressive. Um, you know, they threw up 37 there on the Saints. Um, it, you know, and I just, I really just don't know what to say. Because what do you do? Can you make any trades? Can you get better? You know, Ngakwe looked pretty good on the, on the defensive line. He may... Um, mature into a, a dominant defensive lineman. But, man, if you're a Vikings fan, this one is just really, really tough to get over. And, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I don't see any hope. We got the Texans next week. Um, you got Seahawks coming up. Uh, like you, like um, just or excuse me, Jordan said, um, you get as of right now on paper maybe a gift with the Falcons, but you know if you can't beat the Texans and the Seahawks, you're going into that Falcons game at zero and five, and then after that, Packers, Lions, Bears, you're back into the heart of the the the, um, the, the division again, and what's popping? Nothing. Nothing. I just, I don't know. Then they have to shut down the practice facility because the Titans players have a, have a little bit of a COVID outbreak going. So the Vikings shut down their practice facilities. I'm sure, obviously, everybody being tested and retested there. But it is just, you know, it's just not good. And at some point, you do got to hold your head coach accountable. You do got to hold, um, you know, some other people accountable as well. I know Rick Spielman has a lot of haters out there. I don't know, man. It's, you know, who do you blame? A lot. A lot of blame can go around on this one. And I just don't see any positivity for the future or especially for the near future. I want to say what up to Cedric Galloway. He's checking us out. His ears are on. He's listening. Um, like I said, Mike's out there. I want to say what up to Kim in Vadness Heights. We have Lisa listening to us in Matamidi, Minnesota. And we have, um, who else do we got here? Pat is listening to us in Woodbury, Minnesota. And I want to say what up to Gene in Minneapolis. Um, listening to the Sports Done Right podcast here. Um, man, I just, I don't know. Very disappointing. You can tell by my tone. You know, I, I, I'm I'm trying to even think about it right now. But it's just like, there is just, I, I can't give you any positivity right now. I really can't. You know, it's easy to bash the cousins and deservedly so, but they got to get some work on this offensive line because it's been a long time since the Minnesota Vikings have had a dominant offensive line. And I saw an article in the paper today by good old Chip Scroggins. He's one of my favorite local writers. And uh, hold on, as I think I printed it out here as I wanted to read. Um, Okay, so yeah, from the Star Tribune, Chip Scroggins today, playing the blame game serves no real purpose, especially in a situation where everybody deserves a share of it. 
That list includes Rick Spielman, Mike Zimmer, the coaching staff, everyone on offense, everyone on defense, everyone on special teams. There, that should just about cover it. Um, he quotes Mike Zimmer saying, the, the thing I have to figure out right now is to get this team to understand what's causing them to lose. Yeah, Mike, you got to do some coaching because you guys put together this team. You put the money in the quarterback. Um, forced a lot of, or I shouldn't say a lot, forced some other players to restructure contracts because of that Cousins contract. And here we are at 0-3. And by the way, that was also the Vikings' biggest blown lead at home in nine years. Nine years. Justin Jefferson, beautiful performance, 175 yards, that 71-yard touchdown, uh, phenomenal. He he looked the part. He looked the part of a veteran receiver out there. And what I loved about Justin Jefferson was the attitude, how he would pop up, kind of talk a little smack to the defender because that's what the Vikings needed. You need a couple alphas out there to do that. Now, it's in my opinion, what Diggs was. Diggs, in my opinion, probably told it to him straight. Didn't go over too well, maybe with the front office and worked his way out of here. But Justin Jefferson, congratulations to you. And I, I hope they can find a way to keep it up. Kyle Rudolph, I always say, what do I always say? When he has the ball, good things happen. And he continues to do that. Hell of a catch in the back of the end zone there to keep them uh, toes in bounds on a very key touchdown grab there. Again, just didn't have enough to put that game away. But, um, you know, you got to look at him, Irv Smith Jr., who didn't get a lot of looks in this game. But, you know, those two tight ends could be some real dangerous weapons if, if you can get them the ball. Um. Pass rush, mediocre. Got to find a way to get to quarterbacks and get pressure on people. Um, it, you know, we're missing some some big time names there on the defensive line, and you know it's hurting. Everything's hurting. You know, this is exactly kind of what we were afraid of when it came to um, all these departures from the Minnesota Vikings last year. Six zero and three teams in the league right now. Um, <laughs> but when you have Deshaun Watson, Russell, Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers coming up, like we said, you got to figure it out. People looking, um, for ways to get out of this. People want to tank for, uh, the kid, Trevor, uh, for, uh, why am I drawing a blank on his last name here from Clemson? Um, I don't, I don't think we need to tank for anybody. I get where people are coming from there. But Vikings just got to find a way to get better. Just got to find a way to get better. It's it's a rebuilding season, no doubt. Trevor Lawrence, excuse me. But, I mean, there's just really no two ways about it. We suck right now, and we just have to find a way to get better. You know, so it was a technically a better game than the first two, but Got to get better. Got to get going. And got to get a win in Houston. 
Now you got to get that road win. And we will see. Um, And we'll see if Zimmer and Spielman can earn those contract extensions that they got as well. Oh, yeah. Just disappointing, man. Just disappointing. And then with the Twins lost today and the way they lost that we're going to talk about here in just a moment. Eesh. I don't know. I don't know. And then, you know, the for the Vikings not to be able to hold on to that lead when they get that go-ahead score, give up that late field goal to for uh, Gukowski, who, you know, it was like a 57-yarder. So, I mean, he earned it. I mean, they earned that victory. When you when you kick in 57-yarders or however long, it was over way over 50, and you're making kicks like that under pressure, props to you. Um, real quick here, Bears switch to Nick Foles, Foles, Nick Foles, as we mentioned earlier, at quarterback. Um, I think that, that that was the right decision for the Chicago Bears. We'll see how that plays out. And again, Green Bay is just a team on a mission right now. Hate to say it, Vikings fans, but, you know, proof is on the field. So... Let's do this here. We're going to keep this going here as we just, I just wanted to touch on the twins again. This is going to be a very quick show. We're going to be done in about 10 minutes here, but I just wanted to give you my quick thoughts on the Vikings and uh, quick thoughts on the twins here. Twins lose to Houston today. Um, It was tied going into the ninth inning at one error on a uh, put out play. That would have been the third out, just a little flip over to second base Throw was off target, brought the second baseman off the base, kept the inning alive for Houston. They come up, add three additional runs with the bases loaded and get a 4-1 victory in the best two out of three here again. Um, These, uh, I guess in a sense, wild card type of playoffs. These early rounds are the best three out of five. So game two, Houston can wrap it up. So again, you got the Twins Got to gotta find a way to put it together. Um, you know, nice uh, pitching performances uh, for the most part today. You know, but it's, when it comes to playoffs, it's just the little things, right? And like we said, that was the Minnesota Twins' 17th playoff loss in a row. Tomorrow they got Jose Barrios on the mound. But but Barrios. And let's hope that they can do something, man, because otherwise they're going to be gone. Sergio Romo, who actually has some World Series uh cachet to to his resume, gave up um, you know, some some hits in the in the uh top of the ninth inning. And like I said, Polanco threw the ball over to Arias. Couldn't get the game, or excuse me, the um, third out of the inning. And there you go. Uh, Twins did open up the park to their staff and family members. So there were actually some, some fans in there. And yeah, it's just kind of shaping up to be another ho-hum Minnesota sports year, gang. 
the greatest want to say what up to him make sure you're checking out the greatest my main man over there x squad affiliates as well um couple other things before I get out of here on this very abbreviated sports done right and we're going to try and come back with a show this weekend as well where we can spend a little more time with you here um, again real life kind of getting in the way but I since I didn't do a show last week after the 200th episode I just wanted to give you a quick show like I said with thoughts on the twins and the Vikings um, Gophers coming back next month Big Ten football um, also, the Pac-12 has finally said we're back as well, so they're setting up their schedules and getting everything taken care of there. So uh, the Power 5 football conferences are back, even though they're going to be playing at, at different times. And guess what? The college bowl season is, as of now, a go. And that is for all of those bowl games, even all those useless ones as well. So, um, you know, stay tuned there. Um, again, Minnesota Twins fans, we get one more shot at this tomorrow. And I think the Twins will win tomorrow. Medea looked all right today. But, um, you know, it's just when you, when you, whenever you're dealing with playoffs, you know, one score here, one big play there, it's, it's one or two kind of big plays or something that can happen that just takes you out of it. And that's what struck our Minnesota Twins today. As they went down 4-1, to down 0-1 to the Houston Astros. And I was really hoping, and I still am, that we are the team that takes out the cheating Astros. Because um, they are cheaters. They are. All right, folks. So, um, real quick here, what we're going to focus on for our next show, um, we're going to be looking at the Timberwolves ownership situation here. Um, obviously the NBA finals is now set Lakers, Miami heat. Uh, let me speak on this real quick because Timberwolves fans are a real interesting bunch. I am on several sites and you know, these are, you know, you've got a lot of Timberwolves fans who would actually love to see Ricky Rubio come back and be part of this team that his name still pops up in some of these chat groups and, and fan forums and he's so nice and this and that. And, and, oh, I just, I love Ricky Rubio. I got nothing against Ricky, but he was a mediocre point guard at best. We needed an alpha dog. Jimmy Butler comes in in here. And, hey, hey, I get it. I'm not a, a, a Tom Thibodeau fan at all. So I, I have no problem with him being run off. But I think Jimmy Butler was one of those players that just, you know, he was the alpha. He was the one that would get in these other players' face and call them out and this and that. And I was okay with that. He probably saw that eh, this situation may not be getting better, so I'm going to maybe look for a way to maneuver myself out of here. Now, with that being said, look where he is now. You know, Miami's not a team of all-stars. You know, there's no big threes. No other huge, huge NBA all-stars to pair it up with him down there. And look what they're doing because of Spolstra, the coach, Pat Riley, the GM, who who never really gets enough credit for what he has done post-Laker. And this is why it is important for the, the Minnesota Timberwolves are going to be relevant in any way, shape, or form here in the Minnesota sports scene moving forward. That's why it's critical that they have to get 
whoever this next ownership group is got to be basketball minds. They got to be basketball people and bring in people to um, figure this thing out. Because I think Cat probably wants out. I think he may be looking to get closer back to New Jersey or the East Coast where he is from, especially after his uh, mother passed away with that horrible COVID virus. And I just think that when it comes to the Timberwolves, it's just been so mediocre here. Hard to get people to come and stay and want to spend a winter in Minnesota. I get all that. But ultimately, it boils down to who's running your team, who's running the organization. And we need new blood quickly, and we got to get it figured out, or else this team is just its going to be useless, and nobody's going to give a damn like they basically have the past couple years. So with that being said, we're going to take a look and see if the Timberwolves are closer to finding their next prospective owner. Hopefully we'll be reporting here on a Twins season that is continued. And we're going to get down and dirty into the Minnesota Vikings as well. Uh, quick shout out to all my friends down in the Tampa Bay area. Props to the Tampa Bay Lightning for pulling in Stanley Cup number two. That's all you're getting from us here. Um Tampa Bay and you know it's funny Minnesota's calls themselves the state of hockey and we got all these Stanley Cups in warm weather places you know Carolina has you know a Stanley Cup Florida has two California all these teams and the state of hockey can't get a whiff of even getting to the Stanley Cup so hopefully that will change for the Minnesota Wild fans um, soon All right, folks, I'm going to get on out of here. Like I said, very abbreviated show. We're going to try and get back later this week. Thank you for listening to the Sports Done Right podcast. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at The Big Smooth One. That's the number one after The Big Smooth. You can follow our fan groups on Facebook. Just type in Sports Done Right. That's W-R-I-G-H-T, my last name. You'll find us. You can follow me on Instagram at Sports Done Right as well. And look forward to speaking to everybody soon. Um, the phone number is 651-968-0124. Make sure you write it down because you can call us anytime we are on the air live. And we usually do that on Tuesday nights around 7 p.m. So, all right, I better get running here. As I said, real life getting in the way tonight. We will be back here Um, with another sports done right hopefully a little later this week Um, other than that be cool stay safe in them streets and folks just make sure that you check us out anytime you want to whether it's live or on demand sports done right we originate from spreaker the spreaker.com studios as we like to say so check us out on spreaker spotify google play itunes wherever you're listening to podcasts we should be there just google sports done right and you'll find us so with that being said my friends you guys be cool um thank you for listening to the abbreviated show here and we will be back in a few days with more takes from vince wright aka the sports governor of the great state of minnesota all right we'll be back take care Have a good week. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary 
by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right. <laughs>